Hello and welcome to Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. We are a restaurant quality podcast. We talk about wrestling and wrestling stuff. And sometimes coffee. Sometimes coffee. We drink coffee while we talk about wrestling. I feel like that whole intro was a big mouthful. Yeah, it was. That's all right. Um, this whole fucking, this whole podcast is going to be a mouthful. We are talking about, now everybody, if, you, if you're listening to a wrestling podcast, you're obviously in some sort of understanding that the WrestleMania week is upon us. By the way, my name is Mark. I am one of your hosts. I'm here with my lovely wife, Jamie. Hello, everyone. Um, but we are speaking this week about the week, the pay-per-views during the week of WrestleMania week. Yes, yes. Um, we obviously, that sounded a little bit confusing, but right? there are quite a few, few pay-per-view and premium live events this week. Well, only two premium live events if you want to be technical with two days. But yeah. one, paper, one premium live. Is it one event over two days or is it two separate? Uh, that's where I get confused. Like, is it WrestleMania day one and WrestleMania day two? Or yes. is it WrestleMania weekend? It's WrestleMania day one, WrestleMania day two, or so night now, two. So now is it two separate? See, that's, I don't know. We're getting to the technicalities of shit that's way too technical. Okay. Um, but we're talking about WrestleMania, but we're also talking about uh, the ROH Supercard of Honor, as well as Impact NJPW Multiverse United pay-per-view, yes. which will be happening, the I believe, Thursday, right? Well, we have Thursday is going to be the NJPW Impact Crossover. Friday right. is ROH, Supercard of Honor. Saturday is night one of WrestleMania. Right. And Sunday is night two of WrestleMania. And then we roll right back into Raw. So they really, also, and they also have, it's five days. Well, not only that, they also have uh, NXT has a pay-per-view Saturday during the day. I think it starts at 1 p.m. Well, I don't think we'll be watching that. We're not too privy no. with NXT. I mean, hell, we're not really privy with Impact. We're watching that. But it, it's too, uh, some of the matches are just the too card good to is pass just up. too good, and I I really like the idea of this whole Forbidden Door thing being open. Oh, I love it! Uh, being a WWE wrestling fan for years, it was like WWE or nothing, and now it's gotten to the point where like these other promotions are starting to openly and willingly work with each other. So it's right. really interesting to see like some of these matches are just like holy shit! How cool is that to see like two literal different worlds collide? I mean, instantly, as soon as we saw the like the card, we instantly bought the pay per view. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no doubt. We, we want to see every single one of these yeah. matches. And, and we, we have no investment in Impact or even really not that much in NJPW right no, now. No, and that's kind of the interesting thing. We've got, you know, some speculation, some talk, and some uh, predictions as far as these pay-per-views go. And that's what we're going to be talking about. This one, honestly, was just more like predictions-wise who you think was going to win. Not necessarily based off of anything. Maybe right. a little bit of, you know, some current people are, are winning. And that's why I kind of picked for them to we're win. Just, yeah, we're, but we're, we're, with we're these Forbidden Door kind of things... Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And you can't say that these titles aren't going to cross, you know, to a different promotion um, because that's happened before with Impact, too. I mean, Kenny Omega held held the Impact World title oh, hell, on he held AEW. The Impact, the uh, AAA, he held, oh, my God, you, you yeah. know that, that picture he had with all those belts? I know. It's incredible. You know, and, and, so anybody could really win within these. Um, ex like the tag team match is really interesting because some of these people don't even work for Impact. Oh, yeah. I mean, you uh, and I... I Blow, it blew me away. They're going to have Aussie Open in that one. Yeah. Which, so which, obviously so, uh, don't work for either company. Right, right. But then they're also going to be on Supercard of Honor. Yeah, which is two days in a row. So let's let's knows, start off. Human WrestleMania. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, God. Ugh. Doing the trifecta. Yeah. Uh, um, let's start off with the weirdest match, I think, of them all. The eight-man tag team match. Yeah, this one's going to be... This one I had a hard time picking. And I've seen probably about 70% of the guys on here have heard of Callahan, Fred Ross, or PCO. Uh, J.R. Kratos, Tom Lawler, Eddie Edwards, and Joe Henry. You don't really Alex know, Coughlin. I don't really. Well, I was just saying, I don't really know a lot about Alex Coughlin. Okay. Okay. Um, I know generally some of the things about a lot of these guys. 
Um, but honestly, I just went on a knee-jerk reaction. My, I'm going with Team Filthy, Eddie Edwards, and Joe Henry for the win. Just okay. because I like Joe Henry. Well, I just went with the other team just because I know that it's going to be like a fun thing, especially PCO. PCO is an interesting wrestler. Uh, he is. If you've never I, watched him, he is. He, he comes out and you're like, what's this old ass dude going to be doing? For and then real. And you he, see him do his heavy spots and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. He takes the entire you know ring post up the ass. And <laughs> exactly. Like, wow. <laughs> what's cool here is you have like cross promotions. Like you've got, like I said, Fred Rosser and PCO who are on two different promotions on the same team. So it's kind of a cool idea i guess i don't right, know but right i'm gonna go with the opposite yeah, I think team and yeah, just it, say that we're all winning by being able to see something oh, so sure off the wall yeah be, with four or eight dudes in in one match in a pay-per-view event it's gonna be a good match absolutely uh up next we got here uh hiroshi tanaha Tana, hiroshi, hiroshi tanahashi, tanahashi mike bailey and tanahashi is actually replacing will osprey uh, he just re- he got an injury when he was fighting mark davis in the nj cup so yeah it, it uh he actually won that match, and then Mark Davis had to take his position in the NJ Cup. Didn't end up winning, but uh, uh, Tanahashi uh, offered to take his spot in this match uh, after they reported that he was not going to be able to participate in it. Um, this is—I mean, I would have loved to have seen Will oh, Ospreay yeah, this, fight, but this is going to be great the, too. That was one of the things originally when we looked at the lineup. I was like, "Holy shit, Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay—that's going to be a sold." Banger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see that. So hopefully, we'll be able to see that later in a later date. But uh, who do you think is going to be? taking this one um i'm gonna go with bailey just because he really deserves a good win yeah. i mean he just got the absolute shit beat out of him by masha slamovich oh God, so yeah. just in the in the you know realization that poor mike bailey just needs a win i'm just gonna go with mike bailey on this one <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go the opposite i'm i'm thinking tanahashi's gonna take it okay i, I mean he de- he definitely could i i think he's i think he's gonna take it. i don't i don't know what's i, I got don't nothing think to it matters on. i don't think it matters like i really don't think it matters who wins in all of these matches on this oh, yeah. particular paper i'd be happy with either it's one just, but it's just a fucking ride but i would i, I don't know i like tanahashi i mean he, he i do gets, too he gets my nipple hard okay mike bailey's my dude i just i like him oh i'm liking he's been mike bailey i've been all over the world doing all these different promotions and well, different companies had, and stuff he had, it was like what two years he wasn't able to work in the united states he had something with his visa or it was something like that, and he was... Or no, he, I think he got arrested. Or it was something stupid. Oh, okay, I don't know. But uh, he basically got told, you're not allowed to come back into the United States for X amount of time, so he wasn't able to work the wrestling circuit in right. the United States. So now he's he was, hit it hard. Yeah, it, you know, that was, you know, he was going through Canada and his, you know, overseas and stuff right. like that. So he's just recently, in the past year or so, gone, come back to the United States soil to yeah. wrestle. So. I think he's just doing the independent scene. I don't think he's no. I think he's. I think he's signed to uh, Impact. Is he? I believe so. Oh, he does a lot of independent work. Yeah. But that's a cool I thing about wrong. Impact and you know AEWs. These guys well, do I mean, a he lot of independent cause, work because Tanahashi's NJPW. I mean, yeah, they could have just brought him in. I don't know. He might just be a staple. I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's contracted, but he's it's a on, great he's name. A you lot. throw Mike Bailey in there, like you're in. It's going to oh, be a fantastic great. thing. He's great. Um, up next, we got Jeff Cobb taking ooh, on ooh, Moose. Ooh. Man, you want to talk about, talk about big, big meat men, big meat men, slapping men. meat. My God, <laughs> this is about as big as they get. Jeff Cobb, he's going to be uh, wrestling next week. Actually, no, that week he's wrestling this week. He's wrestling this week. Yeah, he's wrestling uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega for his United NJPW United States title. So that's Wednesday, and then again Thursday. The so day, he's going to. Uh, oh, I mean, I believe I don't know where uh, where Dynamite is this week. I'm sure it's in L.A. Because they, uh, uh, I guess that would make sense, but I really don't out know. There. They were in uh, Nevada last week. Okay, yeah. Uh, ROH is going to be in L.A., C- California as well. California, so I'm sure they're staying in California. Which I guess so. makes sense how they are able to. Aussie Open's able to do one thing one day and then the right. other thing the next day. Right, then right. it's in the same state. By the way, I called that one. 
You did. Aussie There's a few Open. things we'll talk about. There's we'll another that. match that I have, but just been, I just keep telling Mark. I'm like, you called this like six or that seven one, months that ago. One, Good that on that you. That one made my, my wrestling Mark nipples really go ping. You when did. I, when, they, when they announced that. You did. But, um, uh, who do you got on this one? Jeff Cobb or oh, Moose? Oh, man. What did I even write down? I, I like the other two. I was able to I was able to just do it right yeah. off the dome. This one. Now, now, by the way, when you say that Jeff Cobb is facing Kenny Omega on Dynamite this mm. week, he is facing Kenny Omega for the IWGP Championship. Yes. So it's yes. not just a regular Dynamite match. This is to bring back the belt. Bring, yeah, the, the, the yummy, yummy back gold. To the Everybody's NJ- looking NP- for the gold. Ugh, back to NJPW. My God. I'm going to go with Moose on this one. Okay. I think the Impact Hometown Boy is going to end up getting the win over Jeff Cobb. Um, I don't know what's going to happen for Dynamite the night before. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe he'll. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> A lot up in the air. It's a good thing I'm not doing prediction for Dynamite. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Moose on this one. What about you? I guess we're just going to go completely against each other. I'm going to go with Wednesday night. Jeff Cobb is not going to win, but Thursday night he will. I don't think he's going to win either one of them. No love for Jeff Cobb this week. Huh? I love Jeff Cobb. I would never <laughs> say that to Jeff Cobb's face because Jeff Cobb probably would eat a man my size. Or sick great great con on you. I'd rather get eaten by <laughs> by, uh, by Jeff Cobb. <laughs> what was that thing we we uh, uh, Brody King was on Dynamite this week and uh, I think it was uh, Tony, Tony Schiavone, Schiavone said if you're in a dark dark alley and you've got Brody, Brody King, King on, on one side, side and you've got Jake uh, Hager. On the other side, which way are you running? I still, I'm still in the camp. I'm going straight to Brody King because at least it'll be quick. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be quick. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, a, you know, a very theatrical death. Yeah, Jake's going to talk way too much about that. How he likes yeah, that hat. I'm, I'm going to be the one pulling the trigger let's on just, that because he's going to be talking about. Something yeah, about let's just hat. hear the dogs bark and just know it's over. It's you know, it's already too late. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff Cobb on that one. Okay, all right. Uh, the next one, honest to God, is just a complete guess. We've got the Impact X Division title match. The current champion is Trey Miguel. He is facing uh, one of my absolute favorites, Rocky Romero, Frankie Kazarian, Rich Swan, Clark Connors, and Kevin Knight. I I'm I know th- four of these guys. Okay, I don't know yeah. About Kevin Knight or Trey Miguel. Uh, I've heard the name Trey Miguel. He's obviously worth something. He's the X Division champion. Yep. Um, but I, I'm excited for this match just because I don't know if you've ever watched an X Division match. I think they weren't as popular when we were watching Impact uh-huh. way back when. Um, but if you've never seen an X Division match, they it's basically a ladder match without the ladders. They put an X above the ring. And they hang the belt from the center of it, and the goal is to get up and just get the belt. Doesn't matter how you get it, right? But uh, it's always an exciting match with the X Division. There's a reason why the X Division is like, I don't know. It's been one of my favorites in Impact. I just feel bad for Trey Miguel because now he's got to face all of these other guys. I know Clark Connors, Rich Swan, Frankie Ouch. Kazarian, Rocky Romero. I mean, all of them. I, again, I don't know much about Kevin Knight, guys, but yeah. you don't get into that match without being worth your weight in yeah. gold. Yeah, you got the white rhino in there. Clark Connors, he's going to go <laughs> ape shit. rhino. <laughs> so good. Oh, wait, but, no, it's not the white rhino. We heard him wrong. Was it? I thought it was the white rhino. No, no, no. He said it again later. It's not the white rhino. I'll look into it. The but white rhino? No, no, it's something rhino, but it wasn't white. Oh, all right. <laughs> um... You got I, Rich Swan, who's an absolute beast. You yeah. got Frankie Kazarian, who's not necessarily in the prime of his career, but can definitely hang, can definitely hang with these guys. Yeah. Newly signed Impact, Rocky obviously, Romero, legend. Rocky Romero, who's active in NJPW, strong a lot. 
Love Rocky. Uh, Clark Connors, also NJPW. Uh, I Honestly, who are you going with on this one? I just put that I thought Trey Miguel was going to retain, retain? Okay. just because it's going to look really good on him to be able to face all these other guys where we got five guys. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, uh, yep. six guys in this match total. total yeah. So to be able to retain and come back with the belt, I feel like it's going to be a really good thing to put over this particular guy. Well, commenting guess. on what you said about Frankie Kazarian being not in his prime, I yeah. think that they're going to give it to him. I don't give think him, it's a bad a give him thing one at last, all. One last huzzah before he starts kind of like taking sure. a step back. Because you're right, he's he's coming. I mean, he's had an impressive career over many, many years. And, you know, he's not as young as he used to be. He's not as active as he used sure. to be. But I still think he's got a lot of a lot of uh, worth in him. And I think putting on the, putting him on with the belt on him would be, even if he's just a transitional champion, I think it'd be really good to put somebody else over once he ends up dropping the belt. Yeah, that's so I'm possible. Going, I'm going with my boy Frankie. I just figured that him being the talent that he is, he's going to be able to help put over these people that maybe somebody sure. who's watching this doesn't know about. For sure. You know, we, sure. we went to ROH and Clark Connors came out and a shitload of people were like, who is that guy? And you and I were like, are you serious? You we Clark got a little bit upset, you know, Clark Connors. So uh, maybe that's what uh, Frankie and Rocky are here to do. These guys are just so talented and been around for so long and know how to put other people over. Oh, yeah. Like I said, Especially because Aaron, he's been involved in X Division numerous times, so he knows what those good spots look like. He knows where yeah. to put himself so it look, makes another guy look good because he's been in those spots. He's done those spots. Right. He's been the guy that's gotten the glory from those X Division jumping off ropes and turnbuckles and, exactly. and you know, outside the ring and doing all kinds of crazy flippy floppy you know, wrestler shit. All the stuff that Braun Strowman all hates. Stuff, all the stuff. But I, I'm uh, this one, I, <laughs> this is probably one of the more, uh, besides like the, uh, the, the world tag team title match, uh, this is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah, for match. sure. By the way, Clark Connors is the Wild Rhino. Wild Rhino. Wild Rhino. Yeah, I, Wild I, I, Rhino. White Rhino. I was like, man, that just sounds That's like a drug. a little weird. Yeah. I'm just like you going with some White Rhino. I thought it kind of kind of sounded like like moonshine or something, you moonshine. know? Okay. We get okay. on that white rhino, like, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's... that's uh, White Lightning, white I know. White Lightning, oh my that's God, Brock. 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 We call it white lightning around here. <laughs> All right. So um, I think personally, we are both most excited for the Impact World Tag Team title match, which the Bullet Club are currently holding. And in this uh, instance is Ace Austin and Chris Bay. Mm-hmm. They'll be facing the newly signed Motor City Machine Guns, Aussie Open, and TMDK, which is Bad, Bad Dude Tito and Shane Haste. Haste. You can't read that? Oh, my God. No, it's pretty check, far bro. away. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. This one. I... <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're going to be mad. Like, we're just going to be know. able this to is, see some. This is going to be a spot fest. I incredible mean, you got, things. I, you know me. I'm I'm a Motor City Machine Guns mark. Day one won't ever not be. Sure. I, you know, but Aussie Open, though. Uh, but hear me out. Okay, so you're this, talking about old tag this... team talent versus new tag team talent. <laughs> you are Ooh, right. Nipples popping. So this is happening Thursday. This NJPW Impact uh, pay per view is happening Thursday, right. which means that Aussie Open will be going for the Impact World Tag Team Titles on Thursday, and, the and then going for the titles. Ring of so Honor Tag Team of in a ladder match. You think they're going to win both? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm going with uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay to retain. Okay, I'm going to go with just because I, we talked about it before, huge fans, Motor City Machine Guns. I Why am, not one more run? Okay. I think Fantasy they have, bo- they just resigned, real quick. But they just resigned. They just resigned, but I think they have belts in another promotion. They have them, I believe they're in the NWA. They got them. Okay, that makes the sense. The NWA yep. tag titles. Yeah, which um, is pretty recent with the last I, few weeks. I am 100% behind Motor City Machine Guns, and I'll be, I will be cheering them on the entire time, hoping that I'm wrong about this, because again, I'm a Motor City Machine Guns mark, and I love them. Um... 
Aussie Open, I just don't think they're going to give them the belts. No, but they're if, there to put them over. If they were more of a staple in American TV wrestling you know, capacity, then I would give it a lot more thought. I'll tell you what, though. If they do win and they do have the belt, Ooh. I'm watching I could, a oh, lot yeah. more impact. Thursday, <laughs> Thursday nights, we're going to have to watch We're going to have to watch Ring a of lot Honor later more on. impact. Um, yeah, but I, I can't see Aussie Open get, getting it. Um, I don't think Motor City Machine Guns are going to get the belt. Uh, I don't know a lot about TMDK, to be honest with you. I just feel... Well, Badu got- Tito is, I definitely know, is an NJPW. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm Shane guessing Haste, Shane Haste believe, must be too. That would be really weird if I they were in Shane two Haste different. Shane was named something different a long, long time ago, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, but honestly, I, I just think Ace Austin and Chris Bay knee-jerk reaction are going to retain uh, in this match. So either way, it's going to be a good match. Anytime you have talent like this, uh, it's – I mean, like I said, you got Aussie Open. These guys are young. I mean, uh, Mark Davis isn't as young, but they're still fairly young in the wrestling world yeah um they have absolutely impressed every every promotion they've been on i you know or anybody's ever seen them they've been they've delivered every time um ace austin chris bay they're massive talents too uh i i haven't personally watched a lot of it but what i have watched i mean just phenomenal and then i mean i'm sorry but you can't have three massive tag teams and then have a fourth one that's dog shit so i'm sure tmdk exactly is, is absolutely fire well shane Thor- uh shane hayes shane used to be shane thorn shane i knew it yeah i knew it and knew- he is an njpw okay all right you've seen bad dude tito befo- fight oh, I know. before i, I want to say it's it was forbidden door okay uh, maybe something njpw we watched okay um I, 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 the name I, sounds oddly f- or, or yeah familiar I've heard the name before, but this one's going to be a great one. Who would you say you're going? You're going with uh, Motor City? I'm going to go with Motor City Machine okay. Guns. Newly okay. signed. One more run. Well, more you and run. me will be cheering on, but my uh, picks will be cheering me against that. <laughs> uh, up next, we have what's going to be more than likely the... Well, we'll hold on. We'll get to that one. Uh, we have a four-way match between Mio Yamashita, Deanna Perrazzo, Giselle Shaw, and Masha Slamovich, the GCW champion. She just recently beat Nick Gage a couple weeks ago. Yes, she did. Uh, and then actually beat Mike Bailey the next week. Beat the shit out of Mike Bailey. There is a early. clip. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, Mike Bailey. Go on Twitter. <laughs> uh, it won't take a lot of searching. Masha no. Slamovich, just, actually. Just, and I didn't watch the match. Look in between the, uh, the, the Don't look at the, the, the horrible, clips. horrible things on Twitter today. But try to see if you can find uh, Mike Bailey versus Masha Slamovich. Won't be too difficult to do. Uh, you can see the end clip. I didn't watch the match. That Masha actually pulls Mike Bailey out from like the wooden part of the ring like the ring is like taken completely apart broken Uh, the wood pieces are pulled back the the ring apron is long gone and she is pulling him out with a chokehold out from the ring like on the ground and that's that's how how it ends poor guy I don't even remember what kind of slam it was on the apron but it was that was was gnarly too so who do you think is going to end up winning we got four four competitors all four of them are, have, have got just as much stake in this match as anybody else. They're no great. Belt, Yamashita, no belts on the line. No belts on the line. Uh, Yamashita has been doing a phenomenal job of, again, just kind of uh, doing all these different promotions. Mm-hmm. She was the one who, uh, a while back when Thunder Rosa was champion, mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa said that she wanted to kind of go to different promotions and right. defend she her title. To, yeah. Yep. So she went to Japan and there was a an opportunity for Yamashita, I believe is who it is, yes. uh, to face Thunder Rosa. It and if an she won, match. she would be able to come right. back to the United States and face Thunder Rosa. Which if you did. watch AEW, I swear 99.9% of the time when they have these qualifiers, 
qualifier matches, the other person loses. They never get an opportunity for right, the belt, right. which they is interesting. Smashed out before they the always the get match. smashed immediately. But this one was actually really, really good. And I liked when AEW was doing this because I think it was around the same time that they had Pac defending yep, the All Atlantic Championship in England and going right, to different right, countries right, right. and doing the same thing. So, uh, like again, Yamashita ended up winning that match. She went to the United States, fought Thunder Rosa for it again, lost. Mm-hmm. But she's an incredible competitor. Obviously, Deanna Perrazzo is. I don't know anything personally about Giselle Shaw. Shaw. And obviously, uh, Masha Slamovich is the GCW champion. Right, right. So uh, it makes sense to me that Masha would win this, too. It's funny. I'm, I'm going with Deanna Perrazzo. Okay, so we have completely went against everything All right. match-wise so far. This is interesting. Well, we do, Any reason why or just because uh, she's, she's amazing? She is like a staple <laughs> in Impact right she now. She is. She's incredibly I, good. I just can see her going over the other three. Not that she's more talented or more deserving than the sure. other three. But I just feel like she's in a good position and it being the... Honestly, it's the only women's match on the entire card. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it is. So I just could see it going uh, impact way. Okay. If it's not her, honestly, I'm going to go Yamashita. I don't think uh, Slamovich is going to get it. Okay. Either way. All so. right. I'm going to rub it in. Jeez. I'm going to rub it in. <laughs> and then uh, that'll ca- the final match to cap off the NJPW Impact crossover. At least for our predictions. We don't know if this is the actual order that we're just going yep. with what we think is fun. Uh, the NJPW Strong Open Weight open weight title match should be the the final match that we're going to discuss and that is kenta who is the current champion will be facing minoru suzuki this is going to be one of the hardest hitting matches you're going to have a lot of high flying matches between the x division the tag championship i'm sure even the women's match is going to come with its fair share of impressive feats of course this match right here is going to be Pound for pound, one of the hardest hitting match of the matches of the night. What I like is it's actually just like all NJPW. Like there isn't yeah. it, it's just a one guy against another. There's no impact anything on the line with this. We right. just get to see it in this particular pay per view. So I think it's going to be great. Will we continue with having opposite? picks who who do you got i don't know i gotta look at my list i can't I, like even looking at it now i can't remember okay. who I picked. well i okay. mean here's my theory on this okay minora suzuki obviously is minora suzuki i don't right. think i even need to say anything right he's an absolute fucking legend he can still throw down today oh yeah today he oh, can yeah. throw down i think he is there to just make kenta look better kenta is huge fan of kenta i love this guy i think he's phenomenal I think it's going to be a great match. I think he's going to retain, and Minoru Suzuki is just going to be able to help him put put him over even harder. Right. I'm going with Kenta. For once, I think I'm going to agree with you. Okay, okay, all right, As much cool. as I would love to see uh, Minoru Suzuki have the belt again, or uh, another belt, like I just think, I gut, gut shot feeling, I'm going with Kenta. But I could see them putting the belt on Minoru, Minoru Suzuki. The legend. They, I don't know what it is. He walks into promotions, and he's just like, that's my belt now. And it's then understandable. He goes and he's like, that's your belt now. Yeah, exactly. It's completely understandable. But and yeah, I, think I know. He I, I can equally see has an opportunity to win, but uh, I think this would be great for Kenta to just continue his phenomenal legacy. Okay, moving on to the next pay per view. Unpopular opinion here because I know no one's going to agree with me. I'm actually most excited for the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor pay per view out of everything this week. I mean, I got to agree with you there. I feel like we've got the most time invested in ROH out of these three pay per views. Four, if you want to get technical. Yeah. Uh, Impact's more of just a we want to see the good matches. WrestleMania is more of a I feel like you have to watch WrestleMania of course. as a wrestling fan. It's the grandest stage stupendous of uh stupendous two-day <laughs> event um and it's all the glitz and glam but i really think roh is like the the 
that is your core wrestling fan. Like, yeah, definitely. Like wrestling, if you just like two, three, four individuals throwing each other around and performing a match, yeah. a wrestling match between them and not worrying about too much of the sports entertainment side of it. Exactly. Ring of Honor is where it's at. And I I have to agree with you. I'm, I'm, this is the one, like, I'm, I'm waiting Friday. Like, fuck, Friday's fuck the SmackDown. Day, right? We're, we're going to be late to SmackDown <laughs> if you even watch SmackDown. Um, but yeah, Friday's the day. Friday's, yeah, Friday is where it's at for that's sure. That's the Super Bowl for me right now. I agree. I agree. Um, starting off with, and, and here you go. I mean, you could just watch this match, turn it off, and I think you're good to go. Right. Uh, we're starting off with the Reach for the Sky ladder match, which was introduced by Mark Briscoe and Tony Khan came up with the concept. Yep. Uh, basically, the Briscoe brothers, of course, were the ROH 13-time world yep. champion, tag team champions. Uh, unfortunately, we did lose Jay Briscoe this year. and. And Mark came up with the idea that it should be the reach for the sky ladder match. Right, so and whatever tag title. team wins will win said tag team title. And, and wow, they couldn't have put on a better group. I literally have chills teams. just there's thinking about teams. it. Like there's, and again, we have, here, let me run it down yeah, for you ahead. if you no, don't right mind. Ahead. Go right ahead. We have uh, Mark Briscoe's brothers, the Lucha Bros. Let's start <laughs> off right bros. there. Sponsored I bros. I don't know when that happened, but I'm loving it. Uh, Mark Briscoe actually just had a convention that he went to and uh, the Lucha spon- Bros sponsored Mark Briscoe's <laughs> appearance, which I thought was great. Um, so we have the Lucha Brothers. We have uh, another set of brothers, Top Flight. We have The Kingdom. We have Aussie Open. Yep. And we have La Faction in Gabernables. That's, that's a mouthful right there. That's why it's so hard to like talk about who it is. Um, and there is no like clear cut winner in this. Let let me be clear. There is no like best tag team in this in this setup. Oh, like no, no. they are all so high up on like I don't even know. They're they're phenomenal teams. They're all they're over. They're, they're so over every single one right of them. They're doing such a great job. They a lot of these tag teams are legitimate brothers. Rush and Drillistico, Penta Lucha and Ray, Brothers, Dante Top and Flight. Darius. You know, uh, you, you could probably say the Kingdom and Aussie Open at this point I are mean, brothers. Yeah, they're, you, know, you know, they've been running for so long, both of them. So exactly. So. What do you got? Who do you got for this one? Like this is a <sighs> All right. Who do you who do you not got, I guess? Like, you know. I had a hard time deciding, okay. but I had to go with my gut and what I've been saying for months now. This okay. is my match that I have been saying for months now. I got to say top flight. I just I have you to. Th- you think they're going to win? I the have ROH to say top flight. Times. I do because Tony Khan and AW and ROH they've been trying. They don't have to try. It's it's Top flight. But they've been putting so much time and effort into these two guys. Right. No matter what they do, they're always there. They're always performing. They're so young. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so so stupid young. So talented. You would be silly not to put... The strap on these mm-hmm. guys. The everybody else is so over, so right. over, and not that Top Flight isn't, but Top Flight is a they're kind of the underdog. AEW team. They really are the underdogs in this match. They really are. If it wasn't for AEW, like I don't think we would really know who these guys are. Right. And not saying it's not because of their talent, just because they got these the other ex- teams. They got they got the most expo- exposure in AEW. Yeah, they really do. Oh yeah, you know, and and I know that it was supposed to be. The Briscoe brothers versus Top Flight that that was supposed to that happen was, with yep, a tag team match. match. That was supposed to be the next match that the Briscoes had right. was supposed to be facing Top Flight. Unfortunately, and I Jay know passed away before that happened. They, he did, unfortunately. And I know even Jay was really looking forward to it. So right. I think this is the way to do it. I okay. think okay. it I would can... be smart 
Stra- smart strategically for Tony Khan because you're putting it on a young team. Yep. You're putting it can, on a team who's never had it. it. You know, like the kingdom's already had it. Right. You know, obviously there's other teams on here who have had tag team championships before. Right. The right. Lucha Bros don't need this. Okay. Aussie Open, they don't need this. None okay. of these teams need this. Top Flight needs this. They put their names in the record books. This is a new ROH, you know, like regime. Yeah. I I think that personally, I think it's the right way to go. Top flight are my boys. Okay. For every reason that you listed. (laughs) You have a different team? No, 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 hold on. (laughs) For every reason that you listed that you believe that top flight should get these belts. Yes. I think they they won't get the belts. Okay. And the reason why I say that is I'm going to pick the kingdom. Because I know the that kingdom. Makes sense. I know the kingdom and top flight have been beefing lately yes. on ROH. So I think you give it to the kingdom. You give it to a tried and true ROH, like you said, they're former ROH tag team champions. Right. You give it to a tried Staples and true in ROH, a a one that will definitely go over. Of course. And then you set up a feud between Top Flight and the Kingdom that spans over the next couple of okay. months. That builds up and builds up and builds up and gives Top Flight the much much needed storyline push or whatever you want to call it the 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 calm before the storm and then they get they fucking finally triumph over the kingdom and become the new roh tag champions like the briscoes probably would have loved to seen them be i'm into it but then the kingdom have to be a little bit more of assholes they're getting there they are getting there. But, They're just two nice guys. They probably they're like in real life. It's because well, in real life, Mike Bennett <laughs> and Maria Canellas seem like the nicest. Oh, I know people. And Mike it's... Bennett literally takes his Twitter profile and spends the majority of his time just praising other people and other promotions right. and trying to hype people up and make people feel good. So it's really hard for me to be convinced that Mike Bennett is a heel. But I think if you're going to do that, you have to make top, uh, uh, excuse kingdom? me, the kingdom out to be assholes. Oh, 100%. So that way when the kingdom are up, here we go again. That way when top <laughs> flight do win, so much talent, feels you can't get, yeah. so much better. I think that's I, what they're doing with the guns in AEW as right. well. So but that I, when I, the, you know, the, the, the good team wins, right. everybody's excited for it. The only other option I could see is give it to the kingdom and then have Top Flight go for an AEW tag title uh, run. Fair. That's the only other way I could see it going. But but I could see how you're, what your reasoning of giving them the belt, the ROH belts. But I think, like I said, look at these other teams. I mean, they're so talented. I can't not see the him top to, I can't give it to <laughs> giving it to Lucha Brothers. I can't see him giving to Aussie Open, even though I would love that. Right. Uh, I don't think that uh, Rush and Drillistico have enough. Fire behind them no, in ROH. But to damn, Roosh is a great heel. I oh, love oh, Roosh. Yeah. Drillistico, I need to see more of him. I need him to interact yeah. more. I need him he to be. He doesn't have a personality as I much like Roosh does. less of a second wheel. Agreed. Because he's not a second wheel when it no. comes to performance. No, 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 no. But he doesn't speak. So it kind of force, right, you know, right. shadows a little bit in, in comparison but, to Roosh, who's I, very vocal. Not to not to bring up another podcast that definitely dwarfs ours, but on uh, a Bust Open podcast, Bully Ray was talking about. Um, you mean we dwarf them? Yeah, we dwarf, yeah. <laughs> only in Ireland. By the way, I don't know what's going on, but we're looking at the chart. And at one point we were like number twenty-seven in Ireland. Yeah, so we're doing pretty well. So thanks. Really appreciate the listens out there. Thank like you. we obviously had to get somebody to listen to us. I know, right? But regardless, um, Bully Ray was talking about Oscar and how they that some people believe that she's been you know kind of held back by her her language skills okay. with English. Uh, and Bully Ray says, yes, that is, you know, it's it's a shitty thing that that's a possibility. But if that's the case, you need to give that person a a 
a mouthpiece. Yeah, you I mean, need a Paul at, Heyman. You need a Paul Heyman. You need right. Alex Abahantes. You right. but, and they've got Jose the assistant. You need a and Dutch. I wish they would do you know? that with that. Right. I wish they would make Roosh and Drillistico a little bit less because I mean Roosh is more talking than Drillistico, but I wish he they would be so a little bit less vocal. Opinionated. And I wish that Jose <laughs> the assistant would take the reins on that. Kind of so speak gives, for them. It gives both of them this same amount of personality. It okay. allows for okay. for the communication to seem the same yeah. on both sides. Because that works. That worked really well with Andrade. Right, and then you you build up Drillistico's promo skills yeah I, i'm not saying the man like i'm not one of those guys oh speak english or get out like that's not what i fucking i mean. don't even know if he but has an accent because i've never heard him he speak he needs to be communicative to the to the fan base it like, helps get you, you over need to make it how it make does yourself it helps get you over a, a good ring performer absolutely i you agree know? it brings a next step up but, but i i think this is going to be I, I don't know if this is going to be the main event. I could see them being doing this as the main event as an ode to Jay Briscoe. Be. Yep. Um, uh, or the opener, because that's very, opener. very Tony Khan-esque to start off with something that's just going to be high performance, very fast paced. This is going to set the bar very high. It is. Regardless of the beginning or the end, it's going to set the bar very high for these other matches. But I'm I'm, I'm going the kingdom. Okay. I, I 100% can agree with how you came to that conclusion. They're They're phenomenal, and I think that would be a good move too. So looking forward to seeing what happens. Up next, we have a six-man tag team match for the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. That would make sense. Man, all these fucking wrestling matches got such a big mouthful. I had to redo that intro, like th- that that lead into this like four times. Uh, but we're going to have the embassy, which is Brian Cage, Khan, and Toa Leona, who are the champions, with Prince Nana. We'll be taking on AR Fox, Blake Christian, and former Grand Metalik, now just Metalik. Yes. As I was just informed three seconds before we started this. I've been calling him Grand Metalik this entire time. I think it's one of those things that, like, forever some people just get stuck in that name. Well, it's like Sin Cara. I, I don't remember what yeah. his, what his like, Callistico or whatever the hell his name is right. nowadays, but I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, that's Sin Cara. How am I supposed to not call him Fandango? Fandango. Like, I know it's Dango, but... Dango. He just signed Fan- back not too Fandango. long Fandango. Like, uh, you know. Dango. I think it's Bang- funny that they've got uh, Bang- Tyler Breeze Bang- in the Bang- WWE Bang- game, and he hasn't been under contract with WWE in a that's good little bit. He's hilarious. a like he's a, a legend. legend. I know, but they sure didn't treat him like it when he no, worked there. I don't there. understand. Like he wasn't even like he wasn't that around that long. But isn't Fandango a legend too? Is he? I think so. Oh my god, WWE, get your head out of your ass. And I'm not talking shit he treated about these either guys one of like them. Tr- shit. Oh yeah, like but we trash. saw them at NXT Crystal River. I know. Well, it was such a Springs. Whatever. Same shit. Super hole. small town in Florida, but yeah, we saw the, the two of them with. Uh, um, Charlotte Flair was there. Yeah, Enzo Bailey. and uh, and Big Cass were there. What was that uh, team where they were the Vod Villains? That's yes, it. Vod yes. Villains fought uh, Enzo and Cass. That's right. Ridiculous. But, WFT. Uh, yeah, yeah. Missed that. I missed Big, Big or Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah, such a good that'll never team. happen again. But at any rate, so Embassy versus Ar Fox Blake and uh, Metallic. What, Metallic. What do you? I'm going. I, I, I think I, it's pretty obvious. I'm I don't going know. Embassy. I'm going Embassy too. I, I, I can't see the other team winning. They were like kind of a makeshift. Uh, tag team to kind of Absolutely. get together over the couple four weeks of ROH TV programming. Right. Um, I think ROH needs to establish more three way, three way tag teams. Right. right. Um, or three man tag teams rather. They don't probably they don't have a lot. Obviously, they have Dalton Castle and the boys. But how right. many times can the Embassy fight Dalton Castle and the boys? So well, they're fighting them this week. No, Dalton Castle and the boys have oh, the, that's right. no, the pleasure BCC. to fight the Blackpool oh Combat God, that's Club. Right. I'm my my brutally large men yeah that's gonna up. be a whole different thing on dynamite this week but yeah i think i think that it, it, it's exactly what you said i think blake and and metallic are just put together to, to make a team mm. but ar fox 1000 percent is there to just put that team over 
AR oh, yeah. was there for top flight to put them over, not that they needed it. And now here he is to do this. You know, AR has obviously trained people. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a legend in the indies and he's been doing this for a long time, whether we know who he was before he signed to AW or right, not. Right. So he's I think just there to put over the other team, make everybody look oh, good. Oh yeah. And, give the and embassy somebody better? to fight for, but I don't think they have a chance of winning this belt. No. These belts, no, no definitely way. going to the embassy on this one. Agreed. Uh up next we have uh one of the matches that we've been so giddy about because we were little flex on you guys. Uh we were able to go to the first day of ROH TV programming. I didn't know Samoa Joe was going to be there, so I, uh, I, I popped Joe hard for that. Samoa Joe ends up beating the shit out of Tony Deppin, and then shortly thereafter, Mark Briscoe comes out and basically challenges him for the ROH TV title. He said it was his destiny. Well, I mean, he had to relinquish, which we didn't get to see that part, but he ended up relinquishing his tag titles a couple weeks later. Um, so it only makes sense. He's got to go for gold. I mean, it's, you know, he's never had, I don't think he's ever had a singles run in ROH. Again, somebody no, please tweet like us Jay. at CAW Wrestling Pod, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's only been in a tag team with, uh, as far as I know as well. I, I, I think they've had a couple, because I know Jay Briscoe had that, uh, rivalry with, uh, Adam Cole for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's been some singles, you know, action with the Briscoes. I know they've wrestled each other, but right. I don't know if they've Jay's ever Jay's held the first. title, but Mark I don't think hasn't. they've ever. Got, yeah, I don't think he's ever held gold in ROH in a singles capacity. In a singles capacity, correct. So, uh, who do you think's going? We got Samoa Joe, who's been just absolutely dominating anybody he gets. Absolutely, in front of. absolutely. And then Mark Briscoe, a fan favorite, and po- quite possibly maybe an underdog, but definitely, I think. I think a lot of people have got their money bet on him. Who do you and, think? and I got to agree. I, I, my money's on Mark Briscoe for multiple reasons. Yeah. I think the the title going to Samoa Joe was just, it's going to be great no matter who it goes to next. Because obviously, he's a legend. Mm. He's had a phenomenal run with this title. He's done a great job, just like Chris Jericho did. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe I'm saying this. As a champion, obviously not the same belt, but as a championship to make right. these this promotion and these belts legitimate. Um. I think it would be great to see Mark Briscoe obviously have his run, but if he's relinquishing his tag team belts, right. it would make sense that he would be able to be a, t- a champion somewhere else. I mean, right, right. So I think it, as he said, it's his destiny. I gotta agree, and you know what? I gotta agree with Mark. I think it is his destiny. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna walk away. Um, <laughs> I think he's gonna walk away with with the belt. I, th- I think Samoa Joe's gonna because he already dropped the uh, TNT belt mm-hmm. to uh, Warlow, and then Warlow dropped it to Hobbs the week, you know, three days later. Right. Um, but yeah, I think Mark's taking it away. That's the great thing about Samoa Joe is he can just come right back into AEW, and oh, it yeah. won't be a big deal. We, so I, I think, think that's where they're going we're with see this. The, the dethroning of the King of television that's what i'm thinking is that they're going to transfer him over to AEW, have him be a you know somebody who's a, a huge uh singles competitor in AEW. And already kind of a fan favorite that doesn't need to, to be put over at all he already is over well no so. he, he's just there to make other people look good and win belts while he's at it oh, so yeah. let's see him win a big belt in AEW. let's let's see mark briscoe continue on his legacy for his bro uh, i love it i love it i'm excited mark to briscoe see it all day uh, up next, we have Athena is taking on uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka Sakazaki. For the uh, ROH, oh God, ROH Women's World Championship. Uh, we saw her defend her belt to Willow yes. at the ROH tapings. Yes. And My girl Willow. Gotta Woo! love. I mean, I, She's still much, feeling I it, love, I'm sure. Yeah, I love Willow, but I, I'm, I think it was a good idea to not give her the belt. I agree. Especially and I have on to, the weekly TV show. I also have to give a little cheap shout out to willow who also is fighting on dynamite this week against ruby soho so yeah. best of luck to you willow if you haven't um, if you couldn't tell willow is one of jamie's favorite wrestlers i love willow she is just like the, the not only a fantastic wrestler but the personality 
that I think I have. And remember. The fun that I think nothing, I would like to see in women wrestling. And remember, nothing matters. Smile anyway. Yeah, yeah. You got it. So who are you going with? You going with uh, uh, Athena or are you going I, with I Yuka think Sakazaki? Yuka Sakazaki will give it her absolute best. But I think Athena needs to hold on to the belt yes, for a little bit. I agree. I don't fully. think they've found the right person to transfer that belt over to. Nope. I think Athena is getting the love just as Claudio is getting the love that they should have gotten in WWE. Right. They didn't. Right. I think they both can are doing a great job as champions. And I think Athena should hold on to it for a little bit longer until there is somebody who can fight like she can. I, oh, yeah. I don't know who can take that belt from her, but I'm, I'm going to go with Athena. I, I've got to agree with you. Um, I can't see them dropping the belt, especially with somebody uh, with Yuka Sakazaki not being. I don't think we've seen her on ROH TV. I don't or believe ROH so. She's, yeah, she's definitely more um, AEW, and even then, she hasn't really wrestled a lot. So I right, feel like it'll right. be kind of silly. It'll be a great match. I think it's gonna be a great match because the the two fighting styles are very different. You have uh, Athena, who's a very like a lot hard hitting of an individual, you know, mm-hmm. more of that strong style. Right. And then you have Yuka Sakazaki, who's a tiny little frame that just has to use her leverage and her speed and her quickness to Very get one energetic. over on more powerful in, uh, opponents. Exactly. Uh, and I think this is going to be a great combination of powerful hitting and quick moving. Yeah. Much, much uh, like the embassy taking on AR Fox. Blake yeah. Christian, it's like Brody and Darby Allen. You've got just ma- was powerful and flippy floppy. And when you fast paced. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a great match, but I think Athena's ending up, end up uh, taking the win over this one. All right. So the next match we're going to talk about is the ROH pure championship match. And to give you a little bit of context behind that, a few weeks ago, uh, Wheeler Yuta, uh, was basically talking trash about the LA Dojo and the people that are in it, including Katsuyori Shibata. This was after he beat uh, Clark Connors for the Pure Championship. Well, it was even before then because oh, no, Clark was... Connors came out and was pretty much like, that's oh, right. you know, that's you want right. to fight, I'll fight you. And it was a fantastic match. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Clark Connors gave it at all. It was great, but he did not end up winning. So again, Wheeler Yuta being Wheeler Yuta and the, the total heel that BCC is right now uh, was talking shit about Shibata. Right. He said, well, you know, I'm not the the person that's being trained anymore. I'm the master, so I need to face the master of the LA Dojo. And he is going to be facing Shibata at the pay-per-view for the pure championship. I have grown to love Yuta. I love you. I have grown to love the pure championship. I like it too. It's when so originally different. when we first saw it, when they first reintroduced it to uh, a, the AEW crowd, um, I was very not so happy about it. I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy the matches. Uh, and then after watching a handful of them, my God, I love them. Like it's it's a type of wrestling that I didn't think I'd get behind because it has more rules than you know. I'm usually that guy that when in the Attitude Era I was like, yo, get tables, get chairs, get kendo sticks. I want I want fire. I want I wasn't an ECW guy, but I was definitely I loved the hardcore matches. I loved seeing Mick Foley hit people with with bats with oh, nails yeah. on them. Same. But something about this restrictive style of wrestling to where you only have so many warnings before you know things are against you in the match i love this i do too and wheeler's done a fantastic job of defending it and making it interesting oh yeah oh yeah just his development into the character he is now has been tremendous going from a very almost like unknown face to tv to being every time he comes on tv people pop Oh, yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. You thing. know you're going to get the best of Wheeler Yuta. There's, oh, yeah. There's, I've never seen a bad Wheeler Yuta match. I think the he best thing he did. He gives it his all. 
best thing they did was put him in the BCC oh, with yes. Moxley and Claudio and Danielson. And it gave him a, a platform to become a legitimate competitor right. for what he's doing now. And yeah, I absolutely and he's on this. an equal platform with the rest of them before you you were, we all were like, who is this guy? Right. You know, oh, yeah. and he was training with like uh, best friends. He yep. was like with Chuck and, and Trent. and Chuck and Trent, yep. So for him to go to, into this and have the, the brutal matches that he's been having, they've been well, actually, so entertaining. In all honesty, Danhausen was a pivotal person to get him out of that. And into the BCC. Yeah. Once Danhausen came in, that's when Yuta was like, what the fuck are you guys doing bringing this clown in? Like, I like it. a joke. I like it, you know? Right. So to see him fight somebody like Katsuyori Shibata, wow. Who do I, you got? I don't know a lot about Shibata. I know a handful of matches and everyone that I've seen have been amazing. And I know that he has a legacy behind him that I need to better, you know, better understand. I don't think we're going to see Wheeler Yuta drop this belt. I think he is too fu- too hot with this belt right now. Sure. I think that soon we will see him drop the, the pure championship mm-hmm. to somebody else, but I don't think it's going to be this match. I th- yeah, I'm and putting Yuta. a name like that in your in your mm-hmm. list of people that you've beat. And then we... Wow. And then you still have, if you think further down the road, we still have the forbidden door. So, I mean, that, that door could swing open and Shibata could show back up and take Yuta on again. You never know. So, I... I don't know. I'm. 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 I don't know why my mind went straight to Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Okay. Well, no, he he uh, he that fought him for fun. that, didn't he? Suzu- Minoru Suzuki. I'm pretty sure Suzuki and Yuta had a match together. I don't remember that. Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. Either way, I'm going Yuta. Who are you going? I'm going with Yuta. Going Yuta? Same. I think Shibata is just here to to put on the technical moves, make Wheeler Yuta look really good. Right. Uh, Shibata doesn't need the win or the title. I think he's got his own shit going on with the LA Dojo and training right, all right. the people and doing is... all the stuff there. I think he's just making Wheeler Yuta look even better than he already is. Well, it, I can't I... wait to see it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great match. <laughs> uh, up next, we have... Oh, oh my God. Oh, my <laughs> Do God. Do we even need to talk about this? I, I had the hardest time picking on this one this was the one i was like who cares if the if the championship belt wasn't on the line i would not have made my decision agreed um but we have el hijo del vikingo who just recently performed an amazing match with kenny omega on best matches of the year so far it was a tv episode match like my god that should have been a pay-per-view match i just want to i just want to say one thing if you were one of the people who said there was no setup for this match and who's this guy Eat a dick. i really hope you are eating your words and you did any type of research to realize that this is a 25 year old kid oh yeah talk and about potential like we talk about mjf he's young these guys are the same age like yeah Think and about what out, he's. I will, I will 100% say it outperforms athletically, athletically MJF. Oh my God. Outperforms he, most of the people know, who wrestle right I now. I don't know if this dude could do like that fair. for 60 minutes. No. I don't think Vicky no, could no, do it no, for 60 no. minutes. No, 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 no. And that's what you got to appreciate is Brian Danielson and MJF fighting for an hour is a different art form than Kenny Omega and Vikingo fighting for, I don't know, 15 minutes. Now let's, let's back up. Commander's not. Like, oh, Commander he's not one to be incredible. to be doubted either. Like, we were no. talking up uh, Vikingo like he's the only one in the match. No, like this is gonna be an amazing match. There I feel is like gonna they're gonna just fight on the top ever. rope. They're just it's gonna. They're be, not even gonna be in the ring. They're just gonna, gonna fight on Dragon the top Ball, rope. It's gonna be a Dragon Ball Z fight. They're literally gonna Absolutely. be fighting in the air. They're, they're, oh yeah, it's gonna be insane. There's gonna be so many spots in this. Gravity match is turned off. That it's yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much. But it's funny because ever since Kenny and Vikingo fought on Dynamite last week or this week. Uh, 
I keep seeing like highlight reels, but it's just like the whole match. Like, oh, yeah. How do you have a highlight reel like for that match? 30, it's the whole thing. There's a minute 30 clip of people that just, from beginning to end is nothing but spots. Table spots, yeah. flip spots. It's the whole match. It's insane. And that's going to that's gonna be this. Oh, yeah. Because Vikingo is defending his AAA, what is it, mega, mega championship? Mega championship, yep. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be defending it, and I think that, I don't think the belt's going anywhere. No, this I is just. I don't think AAA put... is going let, to let a belt move on. Uh, oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Especially to somebody who's not within the promotion. I don't think right. Commander's signed to anybody. I think right this now. is just a great match between two great performers, and. It puts more. Uh, notoriety on Vikingo and oh, yeah. Commander. And AAA. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, AAA, AAA is so smart to work with FTR AEW. was uh, was the AAA tag yeah, titles. Yeah, Lucha Bros, but they same didn't, thing. They didn't, touch, they didn't talk about it really that much. They referenced it because they had the belts. Right. But I wish they would have done more with it a little bit, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's... By the way, if you don't watch AAA, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, it's great. AAA's nuts. Now, bear with me. The referees... Oh my God! The they're old. Are they're terrible. slow. The, 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 bear with me on the three count, but it's like a nine count. <laughs> it's it's slow, but other than that, Triple A is very entertaining. So uh, I think we're both in agreement here that Vikingo is going to yes retain. Yes. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm excited for this one. I feel like I've said that on every single 15 match. Fifteen years for the next match. We've been building this up. Fifteen years. We are from, finally getting to see from the early day, earlier days of ROH. Yeah, I mean, talk about like bringing Chicana ROH, yeah, bringing ROH full PWG. circle. Like, Claudio yeah. Castagnoli is finally going to be taking on Eddie Kingston. Let's fucking go! The ROH World Championship. Who cares about the belt? I'm, I'm sure you get Claudio to see does. The match. Well, that, Claudio even said he the reason why he wasn't going to give him this uh, this match was because Eddie was without honor. And then I eventually can, Eddie basically just got under his skin enough and he's like, nah, fuck you. We're going to fight then. I. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I we were there when we got to see Eddie call out Claudia. We were actually yes. physically at ROH. We were not so, expecting it. Ooh, I'm getting chills. Now, that, now I just AEW can't has this referenced happening. this rivalry, rivalry between Claudio Cascinoli and Eddie Kingston ever since he came. Claudio came to AEW and they were even on the same team. Uh, at the first blood and gut, and the first I don't know at no, the blood and guts second. match, uh, where and even then the storyline was trickled a little there because Claudio made uh, I believe Garcia tap out before Eddie was able to make Jericho tap out. It slowly developed into that, and then yep. Eddie has been kind of pseudo talking about quitting AEW. He said he did. He said he quit. Agent. He's a free even agent. He's he an ROH a new now. AEW T-shirt for Eddie Kingston. Shh, um, the, but he said he's a free agent. And he's he signed with ROH exclusively. Supposedly, this is all. I, this isn't a quote. This is just me, like kind of paraphrasing of what course. they're what they're trying to do. And uh, now that he's there, he he deserves the belt, and he wants to take the belt from. Uh, Claudio, because he's a snake, he's a liar, he's sure. a cheat, he's no good in everything he's talking about. So he's what do not you think? even a real fighter. I'm. Does Eddie deserve it? Yes. I think Eddie's walking away with this belt. As much as I love Claudio having this belt, I think his time is up. I think that, especially now that the Blackpool Combat Club is going towards a heel fashion in AEW, <clears> I think it's a perfect time to... This is the beginning of Claudio's heel run. He's yes. already teetering on it. He's yes. already teasing it every week with him attacking people. John Moxley just attacked Stu Grayson after their match. Right. Send Evil Uno to business, the hospital. Send Evil Uno you know. to the hospital. I think this is the perfect opportunity to give Eddie Kingston 
maybe not the baby face push, but give Eddie Kingston the push he needs to give him the belt and put him at the top of the level in ROH where he should be. People always bitch that he shouldn't be on AEW, that he's you know not TV worthy, and I disagree with that wholeheartedly. However, it's a different style, I, right? I think it's not he for everyone. Fits so much better. <laughs> in the ROH brand than he does in the AEW. And I'm not saying I don't want to see him in AEW. I still continue to want to see him having storyline with Mox, have storyline with Sammy Guevara, having storyline with every single wrestler in AEW. But I just think that Kenny, or Kenny, Jesus Christ, I just think that Eddie is so much well-fitted for the ROH brand. I agree, and I think I 100% agree. I think Eddie's going to be able to win this, and I think Claudio's on to the next bigger and better belt. Which God knows what that's going to be. He might be MJF's next opponent after maybe, this this maybe. four pillar stuff. Um, but I'm I'm maybe, going maybe Wardlow. I'm going Eddie mm. Kingston on this one. Well, actually, Wardlow's not even the champ. It's no, uh, Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs so yeah. maybe we're going to see Powerhouse Hobbs and I almost said Cesaro, Claudio. Claudio see, like yeah. we talked about before, it's hard to wipe that away. But who are you going with? I, I agree. Going with Kingston. All right. I'm going with Kingston. I think so it's I think it's his time, and I think Claudio's on to the next uh, bigger and better belt. So we're definitely on like kind of a half and half. Disagree to agree on some of these. A, a complete I don't even care if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And all these predictions, that's all they are. They're just us just having remember, fun with these fantasy books. We're all stuff. winning. Oh yeah, well, these matches. It's are us be that great wins, not the them. <laughs> So this particular podcast went on for a little bit too long. This episode did at least um, covering ROH and JPW and the impact pay-per-views that are coming up this week. We're going to break it up into two parts and just post the next episode of the podcast. It's going to be covering night one and two of WrestleMania. Uh, If you haven't already, please make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even YouTube at CAW Wrestling Pod, and that you follow Mark and I. I'm at a bacon party. And Mark is at Gunk Dudley. And make sure you listen to the next episode again covering WrestleMania. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.